This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 892, Communication, Standing Strong in Your Own World, by Kelly Sampson with altris.co.nz. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to ORD. I am your host and narrator, Greg Audino, and I am here with you every weekday reading from some of the best relationship-oriented content around. In our post yesterday, we talked about communication within romantic relationships and how to evade arguments by being more clear. And today, we'll be looking at communication from a new angle. What are the three main styles of communication? What are their pros and cons? And what effects do they have on others? Well, Kelly Sampson from Altris is going to illuminate us on such things. Communication is highly important, so it is important to learn about all of its sides. So let's get to learning more about it right now as we optimize your life. Communication, Standing Strong in Your Own World by Kelly Sampson with altris.co.nz Communication, there is no escaping it. It's the main way we connect with everyone. But how do you stand strong in your own world while respecting others? Even not speaking is actually sending a message. How often have you said something only to be met by a raised eyebrow, grin, frown, or laughter? We all have our own natural style of communicating. You may not be aware of it. You may be more aware of the style of other people's communication rather than your own. You may even think that you are a naturally amazing communicator, and any misunderstandings are due to the other person, (laughs) obviously. I thought my style of communication was in this category until I began to notice some not-so-healthy recurring patterns with my interactions and their effects. Luckily, some honest feedback gave me a moment of glaring illumination and the motivation that I needed to tune up the way I communicate. As you're hearing this, you can probably think of someone's communication style that you appreciate and someone's that you feel a clash with. You'll recognize the usual suspects. You have Mr. slash Mrs. slash Miss Aggressive. We all know this one. Not physically aggressive, but verbally. They can be a steamroller. My way or the highway. Often, it's not even the words that are said. The tone alone can make it very clear that this is not an open, even democratic conversation. This is enough for you to feel that your opinion is not needed or valued. Often, this suspect sounds loud sometimes even angry, controlling, stressed, self-important, intense, domineering, and strong. The aggressive communicator justifies his behavior by saying that he gets things moving, ignites action, and gets results, which are all positive things overall. The cost is often the connection with the people who feel flattened in their path. People on the receiving end regularly feel dominated, undervalued, and hurt. In a nutshell, the aggressive communicator only wants to focus on his or her goals and can be unaware or insensitive to the needs and wants of others. You also have Mr. and Mrs. Passive. Mr. and Mrs. Passive also goes by the name Mr. and Mrs. Nice and everyone likes them. Again, we all know someone like this. They're the friendly, caring souls that sacrifice their seat so you can have theirs, forego their plans because you are sound better. This suspect often sounds and appears soft, quiet, small, obliging, nice, and polite. Nothing is a bother. They're here to please others, and people like that. Until one more burden is taken on. 
one more sacrifice is made, all the time outwardly smiling but inwardly disappointed and increasingly angry. Then, Mr. and Mrs. Passive are transformed into a martyr. It's hard to view Mr. and Mrs. Passive as anything but good, but in the context of constructive conversation, being passive is not helpful. Often, Mr. and Mrs. Passive won't put forward their views or give honest feedback. The costs are that others are frustrated by the lack of authentic and open conversation. Others feel they always have to make the decisions, since Mr. and Mrs. Passive just agree and won't cast the deciding vote when it is needed and would be valued. The benefits may seem that Mr. and Mrs. Passive keep the peace, and on the surface, people are happy, but the costs are their needs are not valued and resentment builds and bubbles under the surface. And, finally, you have Mr. slash Mrs. slash Miss Assertive. Mr. and Mrs. Assertive are a rare breed, not often witnessed, but when they are, you see and hear someone who is confident, balanced, assured, respected, and calm. In contrast to Mr. Aggressive, who does not care about the views of others, and Mrs. Passive, who sacrifices her own views, Mr. and Mrs. Assertive stand strong in their own world. They respect their own views, ideas, and goals, and also those of others. They are confident in saying no, or that doesn't work for me. That's okay, you do your thing and I'll do mine. Mr. and Mrs. Assertive know what they are comfortable with and are self-assured enough to communicate this in an even adult manner that leaves them feeling heard, understood, and respected even if they don't receive the answer they wanted. There's no escaping communication, and we all have our natural style, and that style will vary with each situation we're in. Often you'll see and hear someone who is assertive at work, but passive with their family. The good news is we can all learn to be assertive in every situation, and when you do, it's valued, and you will feel better for it. Being aware of your communication style and its costs is the first step. By being open to developing your communication style, you will achieve the outcomes you want whilst maintaining the harmonious and effective connections with your spouse, family, friends, and colleagues. You just listened to the post titled, Communication, Standing Strong in Your Own World, by Kelly Sampson with altris.co.nz. Really great distinctions made by Kelly today in this awesome post. I love how she pointed out at the end that we can have different communication styles around different people. This is great not only because it reminds us of the variations we're capable of having, but because it helps us dissect our relationships and why we bring the sides of ourselves to each one that we do. And when we do this, we can draw on skills we have in other relationships, understand what they are, and bring them to other relationships that we might like to change. For example, drawing assertive qualities and bringing them to your relationships in which you might be a bit more passive. And you also have the advantage of considering why you might behave in certain ways with some people, but different ways with others, leading to the discovery of more underlying factors in the relationship that would otherwise be hard to identify. So all in all, this post is highly valuable for those who want to bring different versions of themselves to any number of their relationships. And this is something that most of us could stand to do in different degrees. And that is going to bring us to the end for today, folks. I really hope this post helped you reflect a bit on how you communicate. 
and why you may communicate in those ways with certain people. It certainly was a good one for me personally. And as you'd expect, I will be back with you tomorrow for more relationship content. So as always, we encourage you to come back and continue learning with us. Really hoping to see all of you in tomorrow's episode where your optimal life awaits.